0: Shalom, whoa, not a single response, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat shalom. Woo. it's been a while since I've been up here, all right, let's get uh, seated, we're going to get started here, and we're going to get started with Numbers 1010, Patrick, would you read Numbers 1010, and if you, who's got a show for anybody prepared, anybody have their weapon of war, oh, a couple of weapons of warfare here, all right. There you go. If you don't have a shofar, you can just make a loud noise. Hallelujah. So We're going to read Numbers 10.10. Uh, Patrick here is going to read it. All right.
1: Shabbat Shalom. Also in the day of your gladness and in your solemn days and in the beginnings, the beginnings of your months, you shall blow the trumpets over your ascending smoke offerings and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings, that they may be to you for a memorial before your Elohim. I am Yahuwah El kahai
0: Praise, yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's give him our ascending offering, which is our prayers. Peter says that we are a priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices before our Elohim. So let's let's bow our hearts, lift your hands if you feel led. And let's give honor to our creator. Heavenly Father, Most High, the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, we just come before you as an assembly that loves you and recognizes you are the father of all and the creator of all. And that you, through your son, Yahushua HaMashiach, created everything in six days and rested on the seventh and gave us the Shabbat as a gift. Father, we just thank you so much uh, for giving us this gift, giving us this pattern of life and how we're to live life and how to operate. We thank you for the amazing instructions you've given us through your Torah, your word, your living word, Messiah, whom we love and believe in and want to follow with all of our heart, soul, and mind. Father, help us by giving us of your Ruach HaKodesh every single day, refilling it, renewing it, so that we may bring forth the fruits that you desire from us, man. Father, we want to be obedient to you, so we just ask that you help us and guide us, especially as we study your word. Help us to be faithful hearers and doers of the same. And we just lift up our love and devotion to you, and Father, we want to give you all of our heart and not just lip service. Help us, help us to be obedient to you, O Yahuwah Sebaot. We just pray and bless you in the name of Yahushua Hamashiach. Amen. So, um, just I have just a couple things on my mind I wanted to share today. Uh, let's start in Deuteronomy 30. I want to I want to just go over a couple scriptures that really just shares with us uh, how we know that we are very close to the end. And obviously, Messiah gave us many markers and warnings. There should be wars and rumors of wars uh, and commotions, earthquakes in diverse places, pestilences, famines, um, all sorts of things happening. And obviously, we're seeing this. So we know. But I love having multiple witnesses uh, in other places showing us kind of exactly where we're at with things that are transpiring uh, in the world, in our fellowship, in our homes, everything. Let's start with Deuteronomy 30. And to me, uh, this is the clearest passage of where we are in time. Deuteronomy 30. And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you shall call them to mind among the nations where Yahuwah, your Elohim, has driven you, and shall return unto Yahweh your Elohim, and shall obey his voice according to all that I command you this day, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul. That then, so once we come back to the Torah, then... Yahweh your Elohim will turn your captivity and have compassion on you and will return and gather you from all the nations where Yahweh your Elohim has scattered you. If any of yours be driven to the outmost parts of heaven, from there will Yahweh your Elohim gather you. And from there will he fetch you. And Yahweh your Elohim will bring you into the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it, and he will do you good and multiply you above your fathers.'" And Yahweh your Elohim will circumcise your heart and the heart of your seed to love Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart, with all your soul that you may live. One thing I want to just focus on here real quickly, just the key key points here is that he's saying that when his people comes back to him according to the commandments, according to the Torah, that at that time when we basically get our stuff together and start walking according to his law, then he's going to come gather us. So this is a marker in time from how, how I'm understanding it. That when we see this group of people, and this movement is not stopped growing, that when we come back to his Torah, he's going to gather us. Now, one thing that really struck me, last night my wife and I, we were reading the book of Judges. And it struck me, it struck me really hard that literally right after Caleb and Joshua died, what happened to the Israelites? What did they do? They started following Baal and the other nations, just like that. And why do you think that happened? I think one of the very basic commandments for fathers and mothers was not regarded. I don't think they took seriously teaching their children the way. So those of us who have children, right, one of the the most important parts of the Torah is for us to be diligent with teaching our children, bringing them up in nurture and love and correction when necessary, because we see what happens. It only takes one generation for us to fall back into into the ways of the world. Because guess what? The ways of the world is glittery, it's shiny, it attracts the eye, it attracts the mind, and it draws one away from the most high. But I want to make a a, a more important point today. Let's go to John 15. So I want to address something that's going on within the body, especially within this fellowship. And what what we're recognizing is, there is a group of people that are leaving the service and the belief of our Messiah. And I want to read some scriptures that relate to that and prove, I believe, that we are very close. We could be very close. Let's go to John 15. John 15 says, I, this is Messiah speaking, of course, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you, except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Messiah said, without me, you can do nothing. Now, verse 6, this is key right here. If a man abide not in me, so if someone does not live in Messiah, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. So literally, it's like if you're taking a tree, and you clip off a dead branch, you throw it in the pile, and get ready to burn it. That's what he's saying for someone who is not in Messiah. Does that make sense? Let's move on. Let's go to Matthew 13 now. I'd like to connect this with something else. Something that struck me a week a week and a half ago when we were listening to Matthew 13, my wife and I. We're going to go to Matthew 13. We're going to start at verse 24. Matthew 13, starting at verse 24. Verse 24. Another parable he put forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came in and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit... Then appeared the tares also. Pause there real quickly. I'm sure a lot of you already know this, but just in case you don't know how wheat and tares grow, a tear will look just like a blade of wheat until it's time for the fruit to mature. So once the wheat starts getting the grains, what happens to the wheat is the, the fruit is heavy and the head of the wheat bows down in a very humbling and meek manner. The tear, however, does not bear fruit, it stands tall and proud. It stands above the rest, right? And so the thing is, what he's saying here is that the tares are gonna be amongst us. The preachers of old have taught for many years, many centuries, that uh, the wheat, of course, are believers in Messiah, and the tares are just the world, the Satanists, the atheists. Or that's not it. This this field is Elohim's, that's his heritage, it's his people, that's his field. So what he's saying is there's going to be people growing up amongst us. They're going to talk like us. They're going to look like us. They're even going to say the right things. But at the harvest time, because, right, when the fruit matures, that's when the harvest comes, correct? When the fruit starts maturing, that's when the tares start showing who they are. Where where are we? Verse, uh, okay, so verse 27. So he said that, so verse 26 uh, then appear the tares also. So the tares start becoming visible. Verse 27. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field from where then has the tares? So he's like, hey, what happened? You sowed good seed here. Why is there bad, why is there tares here? He said unto them, an enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, what will then, w- w- I'm sorry, will you then that we go and gather them up? But he said, No. Lest while you gather up the tares, you root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather you together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. What did Messiah say in John 15 for those who don't abide in him? They're like branches that are thrown in a pile ready to be burned. That's exactly what's happening in this parable right here. You see a connection here. Let's go back, though. Let's go backwards to Matthew, 5, uh, Matthew 13, 1. Let's go to the parable of the sower. Because in this parable, he said, didn't you sow good seed? So let's go back to the parable of the sower and see what's going on here. Matthew 13, verse 1. Then the same day went Yahushua out of his house, out of the house, excuse me, and sat by the seaside. And a great multitude were gathered together unto him, so that he went into his ship and sat. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold and some sixtyfold and some thirtyfold. So let's go, let's go down now to uh, the interpretation. Let's go to verse 18. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower? Because remember, in the parable of the wheat and the tares, he said, didn't you sow good seed in your field? verse 19 when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understands it not then comes the wicked one the devil and catches away that which was sown in his heart this is he which received seed by the wayside pause there really quickly what happened in the garden who sowed the seed of doubt of the word of Elohim what is satan do what's satan's job today has his job changed is his tactic the same? Did Elohim really send his son? Does he even have a son? Is, is the son of Elohim the blood of Messiah? Is, is that what really cleansed you? Is that what got you off drugs and off alcohol? Is that what got you out of depression? Is that who restored your life, really? Show me the show me the Messiah in the Old Testament. I don't see him. That's what the devil is doing today, and that's exactly what happened here in this, in the parable of the sower. The devil is sowing seeds of doubt, and guess what? the children of israel are being foolish just as they have of old time just as they were since the garden he said everything here is yours just don't eat from this tree and the devil's like did elohim really say you can't eat or you you won't die right and he sowed doubt in the word of elohim and guess what they transgressed what do you think happened to the israelites of old it's okay to serve Baal. I mean, that's that Moses stuff. That was before we got in the promised land. We're, we got the temple of Yahuwah with us. The temple of Yahuwah. The temple of Yahuwah are all these. And so once again, the children of Israel are falling for the tricks of the devil. We see it right here in the parable of the sower. He said, sir, didn't you sow good seed? Where do these tares come from? An enemy has done this. An enemy is plucking off the children of Israel again. Let's go to verse 20. But he that receives seed in the stony places, the same is he that hears the word, and anon with joy receives it. He has no root in himself, but endures for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that re- hears the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and become unfruitful. So the devil does this too. We see, we see what happened in Job. Job was tested to the max because Satan was like, come on, watch this. I'll get him to transgress you. Anybody seen Pilgrim's Progress? Right? Devil's like talking to his minions. You have no idea how many have turned away even they have gone this far in their journey. Right? And so the devil, the devil you know, he, he, uh, he has the ability to put things in our path to get us to trip up. And people fall for it. They get offended, fall away. We know that he's got control of this world with the deceitfulness of riches and the consumerism that people are bought into and this Babylonian system that people are bought into. And their mind gets carried away, their hearts get carried away with riches and possessions and things. Not that any of those things are bad to have. We all have possessions. But he teaches us for our hearts to yearn for them more than the word of Elohim. Verse 23, but he that received seed into good ground, I hope that's all of us here and who's listening online, received seed into good ground, is he that hears the word and understands it, which also bears fruit and brings forth some hundredfold, some 60, and some 30. Because going back to John 15, we don't have to turn there, he said also those who don't bear fruit are also cut off and ready to be tossed into the fire. My point behind all this is, a lot of you guys are new here today. Welcome, by the way. You'll all get an opportunity to introduce yourselves. 15-minute um, introduction. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but this, this fellowship has seen many families that seemed very rooted and grounded in the faith just plucked off by watching one video. They're saying the whole New Testament was, was made up. Like, really? I mean, think about Adam and Eve in the garden enjoying it for who knows how long they're enjoying it. And then the, little, the devil comes up and says, psst, 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 And they're like, yeah, okay. It's still going on today. What does the book of Ecclesiastes say? There's nothing new under the sun. What has happened before will happen again. History repeats itself, and that's what's going on today. And I imagine if it's going on in this fellowship, it's going on all over the place. People are leaving Messiah because of the lies of the devil. What do you say in your song? Is it I defy or I deny the lies of the devil's tongue? Uh, I deny. deny. I deny the lies of the devil's tongue. Defy would work too, but yeah, deny. Galatians 3. Go to Galatians 3 real quick. It wasn't until I started seeing people leave the service of Messiah that I really didn't understand Galatians 3 because, well, for centuries, preachers have taught that that Galatians 3 was was people going back to the law, which... I don't agree with that understanding at all. I believe that there is a group of people that got restored their life. I don't know about you. My life has been fully restored since I've believed truly on the, the the life, the ministry, the death, the resurrection of Messiah. That's what's restored me. And how dare me say, well, now that I'm restored, I don't need no Messiah. Like, wow. So this is, I think there's the same kind of... Um, Mindset that Paul has here in Galatians 3. We'll read Galatians 3, 1 through 5. Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Messiah says he's out on the way of the truth and life, right? Before whose eyes Messiah Yahushua has been evidently sent forth, crucified among you. So basically he's like, who, who is, like, who's bewitched you? How on earth has this happened to you? And here he goes, verse 2. This only would I learn of you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? And I don't know about you. How many? How many of you? Hear, how many of you received the Spirit by coming to the Torah first and then Messiah? Not me. I know I received the Holy Spirit by believing in Messiah, by repenting, by being baptized, and coming up a fresh new man. That's how, that's when the Spirit entered me. So that's Paul was saying here, right here. He's like, "Are you are you kidding me? Your life's been restored and you received the the Spirit. Did you get that by the Torah?" Or by Messiah, not that he's talking bad about the Torah or walking the Torah is bad, he's not what he's saying at all. Verse three, are you so foolish having begun in the Spirit? Are you now made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain if it be yet in vain? And think about this. Think about people that have been restored, and then of course, after you restored, I don't know how many of you know that we go through trials to make sure our faith is true. right? We're refined in the fire. How vain? how horrific would it be for to go through all these trials, all these tribulations, all these testings, and then to leave the service of Messiah and be spiritually dead, a branch cut off, ready to be thrown in the fire. Are you so foolish? Verse 4, have you suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? Verse 5, he therefore that ministers to you, I'm sorry, he therefore that ministers to you the spirit and works miracles amongst you, does he do it by the works of the Torah? Or by the hearing of faith. Let's go to Matthew 3. So while you're turning to Matthew 3, my point here is when we're seeing so many people leaving the service of Messiah, leaving the belief of Messiah, I believe the tares are starting to be manifested. Also, we know that fruits are is your behavior, what you do, what your mouth speaks. Your actions. Matthew 3.10. This is John the, the the Baptist. He says, And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which brings forth not good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. So people who don't abide in Messiah are cut off and thrown into the fire. People who don't bring forth good fruit are also cut down and thrown into the fire. He warns you, brothers and sisters, many... Many are called, but few are. How many of you want to be chosen? Hallelujah. Let's go to Galatians 5. Let's look at some of these fruits. Messiah. Our heavenly Father, they do not operate in gray areas, and I like that. It's black and white. Either in, you're out. Heaven, hell, wheat, tear, sheep, or goat. There's no in between. There's no fence riding. Hot or cold. He's like, I wish you were hot or cold, but since you're lukewarm, I'm gonna spit you out of my mouth. Let's go to Galatians 5, verse 19. And so, with all the with the division, there's works of the flesh and works of the spirit. You operate in the works of the flesh, you're out. You walk in the fruits of the spirit, you're in. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of which I tell you before, as I have told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of Elohim. You hear that? That's from Paul. Paul said, if you operate in the fruits of the flesh, you will not inherit the kingdom of Elohim. And so not only are we seeing people in the body starting to manifest that are coming out of the body because they're leaving Messiah, we're seeing people walking in anger and wrath and envies and jealousies and seditions and all sorts of things. And so what am I saying here again? I believe that tares are being manifest and he's coming for his harvest, right? The tares aren't shown until the very last time, until the very last moment. That's, and, then, and, of course, on the flip side, on the good side, we are seeing people that are walking in the fruits of the Spirit. Let's remind ourselves of those. Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, shalom, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, Faith, meekness, self-control, against such there is no law. And so on the flip side, we are seeing a group of people that are walking in these fruits of the Spirit. And it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Let's go to Second Peter 2. And while you're turning to Second Peter 2, at the end of uh, the book of 2 Esdras, he talks about those who are choked up by their sins, those who are not able to remove the sin out of their life, that perpetual sin that you're just like, you know, like, ah, I've got I've to get rid of this. I can't stop. But you can, because if you don't, once again, he says, people that do that are to be cut up and thrown into the fire. And let that not be any of us. He has given us a sound mind with power. He has given us his spirit to overcome Paul says, we can do all things through Messiah who strengthens us, and that includes removing the perpetual and willful sin out of your lives. Second Peter 2. So alongside of this sheep or goat mentality or wheat or tear, this, this separation here, we're also seeing false teachers rising up. Second Peter 2, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the master that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction, and many shall follow their wicked ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And this is this is this is a this is a this is a poison that is spreading, right? This is not some small thing tucked in a corner. This is becoming a problem. And it says here. In verse 2, let me read it again. Many shall follow their wicked ways. This is people that are denying the master that even bought them. By reason of which whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Pause there real quickly. I want to expound on that. There's a lot of... Testing. There's a lot of people that have eyes on us. Your family, your friends, you know, those people that all think you're weird. People on Facebook, people on YouTube, people on Instagram, all sorts of social media. There's eyes on us. And people, when people on the outside are looking in like, is this, is this the right? Is this the way? Like, Maybe it makes sense. They know their scriptures. I mean, Messiah said, Matthew 5, don't think that I've come to destroy the law. They're looking in, and they're seeing people leaving Messiah, teaching against Messiah. They're seeing people denying Paul. They're seeing people arguing like, if you don't say Yahushua, you out, bro. Like, who wants any of that? Nobody. That's some awful fruit that nobody wants to taste of. Right? So here it says, right here, with that, with that in mind, many shall follow their, follow their wicked ways by reason of which whom the way of truth, that's the Torah, shall be evil spoken of. Because they're like, look at this Torah movement. These people are crazy. They're denying Paul. They're denying Messiah. They're arguing about, is it Yeshua, Yehusha, Yahushua? Yehoshua, right? Like it's some magical word that if you say it right, then, then you're in. Like who, like who wants any of that? We've got to get our act together. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. Verse 3. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingers not, and their damnation slumbers not. For if Elohim spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them, and seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Yahuwah knows how to deliver the godly out of trials and to reserve the unjust under the day of judgment and to be punished. So, brothers and sisters, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to finish up with this, is that with recognizing just a few of the verses that we've talked about, Messiah's warnings in, in, the, um, in Matthew 24 about the, what we're seeing in the world, wars and rumors of wars and uh, famines and pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places, we know that we're close. Seeing Deuteronomy 30, right, We're a group of people that is coming back to the Torah, He says, when that happens and you teach your children, then I'm going to get you. And then when we look at, we know that he's coming back at harvest time and we're seeing the tears being manifest. Time is short. And with that in mind, let's take our walk more seriously than we ever have. Only you can answer this. Do you have perpetual, do you have that willful sin inside of you that you know you're like, (sighs) it's time to root it out, brothers and sisters. He said his father is the gardener. Messiah came and he taught not, he taught not how to surface level stuff. He taught how to get at the root of things. He's like, you heard, right, not to murder, but not even to hate your brother without a cause. That's the same thing. And that's not just about, you know, committing adultery, but even with your eyes, guard your eyes. Brothers and sisters, this is war if you haven't recognized. This is the great contest that's set before every single one of us. And the devil has waged war against us. If you have, How often are we at war, David? Every single day is a test. Every single day, all of our actions, all of our words, all of our deeds are being recorded. And he says he's coming back and he's going to reward everyone according to their deeds. Whether to be good or whether to be evil. So with all the distractions in the world... Let's recenter, let's refocus ourselves on our Messiah who healed us, who restored us, who lifted us. I don't know about you, lifted me out of the the pits of hell in this world. Let's recenter ourselves on him and his teachings and what he taught us to do. Hallelujah. Let's stand up. Let's stand up. We're going to worship together. Praise Yah.
2: Uh, let's raise our hands up to the Shamaim, up to the heavens, and let's let's just declare uh, a battle cry to Yah. We're going to pr- proclaim the loudest hallelujah that we can, okay? And after we're, uh, we're done, I'll, I'll pray and we'll go right into worship. All right, loudest hallelujah you got. Ready? One, two, three. Hallelujah! Yes, we praise you, Yah. We love you. Hallelujah to your name. We thank you, Yah. Oh, Father, I just pray that you prepare us for the, the days that are ahead. We know that your Messiah your your son Yeshua uh, could be coming any time now. We don't know when, but we are we are hoping that our hearts are prepared. And if our hearts are not circumcised, that are ready to receive you, Father, I pray that you would make us ready, that you would convert our hearts to you, uh, that we would find conviction. That we'd find the forgiveness that is in Yeshua and repent of our sins. Father, we just come before you. We know we are sinners. We know we've messed up. We've made many mistakes. We're totally undeserving of the grace of Yeshua. We love you, Father. We're just so thankful for all you've done for us. Thank you for redeeming us and washing us. We love you. We thank you for calling us your chosen people. It's in your Kodesh name we pray. Amen. These are the days of Elijah Declaring the word of Yahuwah And these are the days of your servant Moses' righteousness being restored Though these are days of great trials Of famine and darkness and soul God, the voice in the desert crying Prepare ye the way of Yahuwah Behold He come Riding on the clouds Shining like the sun At the shofar call So lift your voice It's the year of jubilee And out of Zion till salvation comes Hallelujah! And these are the days of Ezekiel, the dry bones becoming as flesh. And these are the days of your servant David rebuilding your temple of praise. And these are the days of the harvest. The fields are as wide in the world and we are the laborers in your vineyard Declaring the word of Yahuwah Behold, he comes, riding on the clouds, shining like the sun Come on, at the shofar Lift your voice, it's a year of jubilee And out of Zion till salvation comes. Yes, he's coming. Behold, he comes. You guys ready? Behold, he comes. Riding on the clouds. Shining like the sun. At the shofar call. So lift your voice. It's a year of jubilee. And out of Zion till salvation comes. Yahoo is coming again. Who was and who is and who is to come? Who was and who is and who is to come? Yahoo. to us coming, behold, he comes, he's riding on the clouds, and shining like the sun, at the shofar call, lift your voice, it's the year of jubilee, and out of Zion till salvation comes, and out of Zion till salvation comes. Out of science till salvation comes. Hallelujah. Drop. Is it not working? Is it? It's drop-down menu of the slideshow. Is that working at all? Sorry, Johnny. It doesn't come up there. Oh, try. Is it family room? Are you clicking on family room? We have issues with slides, guys. I'm sorry. It's not Johnny's fault. It's totally my fault. We just don't have a good system. <laughs> Johnny, if it's not gonna if it, it's not gonna work, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, um, but our we don't have a whole lot of people here today. Uh, <laughs> it is mainly because half of our congregation is sick, pretty much, <laughs> uh, and or out of town or whatever may be going on in their lives, but. Um, yeah, what'd you say? Let's. I was just about to say that we, our brother Stan got sick last night, um, and he was supposed to come up and give a message today. But uh, we are we we just need to be praying for the body because I know we're going through a lot of testing. A lot of people are going through a lot of testing. So let's let's just go uh, together in prayer uh, for all the people who are sick, and maybe dealing with other issues in life. So let's go before ya. Father Yah, we just we come before you. And we thank you for your goodness, for your truth, for your mercy, for your love. And we just uh, we ask Father Yah that you would have compassion upon those who are sick, and that you would bring complete healing and restoration to them in the name of Yeshua. That all their ailments, all their illness, diseases would be gone from them, uh, Father. And we just pray that you would bring uh, abundant and complete, perfect healing. To the families who are going through stressful and uh, hard times uh, with sick children or maybe other kinds of uh, illnesses or diseases that may be going around, Father, I just pray that uh, we would all be protected and and that there would be a strong shield all around us, protecting us from illnesses and diseases and sicknesses of all kinds. You are Elohim. We know uh, that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We believe in you. We trust in you. We know you'll guide us and protect us and deliver us. It's in your kodesh name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, there's usually a violin here, uh, but there won't be a violin here today. That's okay. It's going to sound great. Prepare the way, all his people make straight a path. For Yahshua's coming back, so we lift up as a mighty voice. Hosanna, hallelujah, Hosanna, hallelujah. Prepare the way, all his people make straight a path. For Yahshua's coming back, so we lift up as a mighty voice. Hosanna, hallelujah Hosanna, hallelujah For he's coming in the clouds With his glory now. Make a path for him And he'll be shining like the sun With the sword on his tongue He is calling us in So be ready for oh, your is coming again. Prepare the way, all his people make straight up for Yeshua's coming back, so we lift up as a mighty voice. Hosanna, hallelujah, Hosanna, hallelujah. For he's coming in the clouds with his glory right now. Make a path for him. And he'll be shining like the sun with a sword on his tongue. He is calling us in So be ready For Yeshua is coming again The Son of Man Who died for our sins Was raised to life And he's coming again So prepare the way O people of Yah Let us not delay The shepherd has called The son of man Who died for our sins Was raised to life And he's coming again So prepare the way O people of Yah Let us not delay The shepherd is called O the son of man Who died for our sins Was raised to life And he's coming again So prepare the way O people of Yah Let us not delay The shepherd is called O the son of man Who died for our sins Was raised to life And he's coming again So prepare the way O people of Yah Let us not delay The shepherd is called for he's coming in the clouds with his glory right now. Make a path for him. And he'll be shining like the sun with the sword on his tongue. He's calling us in. Oh, he's coming in the clouds with his glory right now. Make a path for him. And he'll be shining like the sun with a sword on his tongue. He is calling us in, so be ready for Yeshua is coming again. I was wondering if you are going to do that. <laughs> Praise, yeah. <laughs> Praise, yeah. All right. Real quick, I want to see if I can go back there and fix this, the slides. Just one second because this next song, I would like for you guys to try and sing with me. So one second. Th- So uh, yes, this is a, a new song um, that I have not played for anybody yet. Uh, but um, um, and uh, it's called "Worthy is the Lamb." Um, I was uh, playing guitar one day, just jam- just jamming around, playing around, and. Um, I was going to go put my guitar away uh, when I just received this melody out of nowhere. And my baby was going to sleep, uh, you know, Ruth was putting him down to sleep, and uh, my mother-in-law was there. It wasn't, like, the best time to, like, start playing a new song or try to figure out a new song. Um, But, you know, uh, Yah has a a way of working in our lives, and uh, he... A funny way of working in our lives. And he uh, he definitely just put this song right on my heart. Um, and the main premise of it is just to cry out, worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. As we see in Revelation, the 24 elders and the uh, assembly gathered there, all creation proclaiming, worthy is the lamb that was slain. So that's where this song comes from. And it's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, simple song. It's going to be, re- re- there's going to be a lot of repetition. Um, so if Yah leads you in the Rock, please sing with me. slain he's forgiven redeemed and cleansed us of our sin that we may live again in the kingdom of oh, forever we'll be singing worthy 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 is the lamb well I've been washed by the blood Of the risen Lamb, I will worship you, Yah, with all that I am. I give you my life, every breath I breathe, I'll never stop singing of your glory. I'm giving you the glory, for the Lamb of Yah is worthy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb Thou was slain, He's forgiven Redeemed and cleansed us of our sin That we may live again In the kingdom, of forever We'll be singing Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb I was slain Worthy, worthy, worthy Is the Lamb well, I've been washed by the blood Of the risen Lamb I will worship you, Yah With all that I am I give you my life Every breath I breathe I'll never stop singing Of your glory Given you the glory for the Lamb of Yah is worthy. Yes, he is worthy. Yes, he is worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Oh, holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. Come on. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Thou was slain. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. We proclaim, worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Thou wast slain. Holy, holy, holy is the land. By the blood of the risen Lamb, I will worship you, Yah, with all that I am. I give you my life, every breath I breathe, I'll never stop singing of your glory. I'm giving you the glory, for the Lamb of Yah is worthy. we were reading scripture um, Adam read about the wheat and the tares and so I was interested in knowing more about that word tares and uh, it relates to um, something called a darnel which is also a uh, what's called a false grain a false grain those are the things that we need to be on watch against is those who proclaim the Messiah, who proclaim, you know, uh, their salvation, whether it is a Messiah or not, they proclaim their salvation in something, and proclaim that they know the word. Um, you know, but it, it's it's just the same thing as when Yeshua is like, you know, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Those are the people we need to be on guard against. And I think we can't proclaim this any louder. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the lamb that was slain. We want to scream this. And I mean like yell it as loud as we can. And with all the love that we have for him to the world, to the nations, to everyone who needs to hear this, that this is, this is the truth. The lamb was slain for our transgressions. He laid his life down willingly for our sin. And upon him, he bore the sin of the world. And he has forgiven us. He's redeemed us. He's cleansed us. You and I are not deserving of that. We don't deserve this grace at all. But that's all the more reason for why we should proclaim worthy, worthy, worthy is the lamb that was slain. So let's sing it one more time. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb we proclaim. Yes, we proclaim. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Holy, holy, holy. Is the land yes, we proclaim Amen, praise ya. Yeah. Thank you. Through all generations, we've seen your plan to bring back the full and make us whole again. Oh, yeah, by the blood of your son, we've been grafted in. Oh, merciful Yah, how awesome is your love. Oh, merciful Yah, your son laid down his life to redeem this broken bride. Gratitude we have for your son, who gathers the weary and broken and shows them all your love. How lovely is the groom who calls for his sons and daughters? Oh yeah we offer up our lives like sheep on the altar oh merciful yeah. how awesome is your love oh merciful yeah. your son laid down his life to redeem this broken bride And if not for Yeshua We would all be dead in sin Not alive in grace And if not for Yeshua We would never know the way, the truth, the life And if not for Yeshua We would all be dead in sin Not alive in grace And if not for Yeshua We would never know the way, the truth, the life, and if not for Yeshua, we would all be dead in sin, not alive in grace, and if not for Yeshua, we would never know the way, the truth, the life, and if not for Yeshua, we would all be dead. Not alive in grace, and if not for Yeshua, we would never know the way, the truth, the life. We would never know his sacrifice. Oh. Awesome is your love, oh merciful, yeah, your sign laid down his life. Sing it again. Yes, your sign laid down his life. Come on. Oh, yes, your sign laid down his life. To redeem this broken bride. Praise be to Yah. We are broken. We were scattered. But He has brought us back together. And He has redeemed us by the blood, by His blood. Praise be to Yah. Many nights I've doubted Many days I've worried All of my struggles All of my anxiety Has caused me to fall Oh, it's caused me to sink And I'm drowning in all of my worries, but You reached out to save, and I called Your name, and You rose me up above the waves. When You call me out, I will walk on the water. When You call. Me out, I will believe that you are here with me in the darkness, fighting the enemy. Oh, in Yahshua, I. always been faithful and you always will be even when i fall falling short I just want to know you more because you reached out to save and I called in your name You rose me up above the waves Cause when You call me out I will walk on the water When You call me out I will believe That You are here with me In the darkness Fighting the enemy Oh, in Yahshua Bigger waves are coming on, I lift your name I know you are bigger than this hurricane And I deny the lies of the devil's tongue You have given me the power to overcome Bigger waves are coming on, I lift your name I know you are bigger than this hurricane, yes see is And I deny the lies of the devil's storm You have given me the power to overcome bigger waves are coming on, I lift your name I know you are bigger than this hurricane I deny the lies of the devil. Son, you have given me the power to overcome, to overcome, to overcome. To overcome. When you call me out, I will walk on the water When you call me out, I will believe That you are here with me In the darkness, fighting the enemy Oh, in Yahshua, Yahshua When you call me out, I will walk on the water When you call me out, I will believe that you are here with me. In the darkness, fighting the enemy. Oh, in Yahshua, I will believe. Oh, in Yahshua. Yeah.
0: Praise ya. Patrick, come on up here. How about that worship set? Praise ya. Hallelujah. So, uh, for those of you that are new here, um, what we're going to be doing next is uh, food. We're going to eat some food. We have some awesome prepared food over there. Um, is a house rule here. Any guests, any first timers here? You go first. No, no uh, there's, uh, yeah, you go first, please. Um, and after that, any uh, parents with small children and seniors and then everyone else. So, uh, Patrick here is going to pray uh, over the food, and uh, after we're done eating, uh, we'll get, uh, we usually eat about 45 minutes, maybe hours, hour, so depending on how long it takes, and then we'll uh, we're going to do our uh, reading portions. We'll read each one of those chapters, and after each chapter, we'll have a group discussion where anybody can um, uh, you know bring any forth, any other scriptures, any any questions or any comments on the uh, the passage that we read. So uh, here's Patrick.
1: Abba, we come before you today and we thank you for this day, Father. We thank you for the trials we go through, the testing, the refining. We appreciate the uh, the toughness that we endure from all this stuff, Father. And we pray for those that are sick right now that you will put a healing hand on them and cast out all these sicknesses onto to the death of Sheol, Father. Just cast it all away from And, Father, we ask you now that you'll bless this food to our bodies, the people that prepared it. We ask that you'll give them double portion in their blessings in the future. And we just love you, and we thank you, and we praise you, and we give you all the glory under the shammayim to your son, Yahushua Hamashiach. Amen.
0: All right, go eat.